0: Let's dive in and look at how you can show up bigger, better and more uniquely aligned in life and business today. Morning, it is so lovely today, gorgeous sunny morning, I've just dropped my uh, eldest off at school for the first time ever which is a slightly weird but quite exciting feeling And I'm ready to roll with episode 16 here for you, which is all about tips for better time management. Now, uh, a lot of us, I know, struggle with the time management side of things. Many, many people say to me, I never feel like there are enough hours in the day. And we so often hear these phrases like, we all have the same 24 hours in the day, it's just about being organised. But uh, how do you actually do that, and how do you do that when the mindset monkeys are just jumping in there and stealing your time and making it seem like your day is so much shorter than everyone else's? So today is all about my top tips to help you regain control of the clock, take back those seconds which just seem to slip away, and tackle your week feeling so much more in control and way less swamped. So I think we should just dive right in. The first one for me is just about getting really clear on what you want to achieve. And that's because without a clear goal, we will just tend to faff about. So our brains just like, you haven't really told me what to do. So I'll do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh, let's go make a cup of tea. And often we, we kind of give ourselves a hard time for a lack of motivation when that happens that's not really what's going on at all, it's not that we're unmotivated, it's just that we are missing real direction and clarity about where we want to go and they're very different things. I think um, sure we can suffer with a lack of motivation but often it's just that we don't have that super kind of laser focus on what it is that we need to do and our brain needs direction, it needs to know what the plan is. So we have this little structure in our brain called the reticular activating system and I always like to think of that as a bit like the sat nav for your brain so you have to program the instructions otherwise your brain doesn't know where it's going and it will just kind of meander down all the back roads and take you in completely the wrong direction so if you can put a very specific postcode in there a very specific location it's going to know where you want to go and it will take you the right way even if there's a bit of a diversion, Google will find you uh, the right route to get back to where you need to be. So spend some time really thinking about that and really diving into what you want to achieve, forming a super clear picture in your mind of what that is, even taking some time to sit with that and visualise it and prioritising around that. And that, that sort of goal setting, that real getting clarity on what it is you want to do that really ties in with your values. That's something we do every quarter in my membership because it's so helpful for just keeping you on track, keeping that clarity and motivation flowing and sticking with what is important. And that brings me on to getting clear on the things that actually are going to help you grow your business and move you towards those goals. So a lot of what we do in our business is uh, I like to refer to as peripheral faff <laughs> or procrasty everything, procrastinate branding, procrastinate website making, procrastinate Canva, fiddling about, you know, <laughs> there's, there's every type of procrastination. So the things that I think are really key to actually driving your business forward and making that business run effectively are number one, working on your ideal client and your offers. Number two, getting your marketing out there consistently so that's social media or email or whatever it is that you're doing as a consistent thing to really spread your message and help to nurture and grow your audience. Um, Number three is actually focusing on growing that audience so spending time in doing that specifically. Number four is having conversations with the right people and generating leads so you're actually getting um, chats going with people about potentially buying those offers and uh, scary sales conversations getting your products out there is number five so you're doing things like getting your sales pages actually written getting those products in front of people now all of those things can be a little bit daunting and intimidating And they tend to be the things that we will put off to do preferential procrasty faffing. So um, those really are the things that you need to be dedicating regular time to. Those are the foundations of getting money into your business, basically. The rest is pretty much padding, I'm afraid, nice to have, fun to do, but doesn't actually bring in the pennies for you. And it's not going to support your development of your business going forward. So I'm afraid sometimes we have to kind of suck it up and and recognise that those are the things we really need to be focused on. So just ask yourself, are you focusing on those? Have you planned in time to do those things? Or are you allowing time to run away on things that aren't really going to get you where you need to be in your business? Third tip for today is to prioritize. So um, I like to do that by mind mapping. So just brain dumping everything that you're doing right now in your business and your life and doing like this this big kind of spider diagram. Have a look at mind maps if you don't know what they are, you've not come across them before. It's a slightly more fancy than a spider diagram but it's it's along those lines and that can just really help your brain get a a good overview of all that stuff that's buzzing around in there so that you can make connections and really pick out the priorities. I find just often seeing it written down just helps your brain go, actually, that that thing I've been stressing about really isn't something I need to focus on right now, whereas these things are. So, I mean, you can do that however you like. You can mind map. You can do it just as a list, whatever works for you. And prioritising-wise, it might be that you'd like to do things... In a timeline, so going in data order, what you think needs to get done first. It might be again attaching importance to different tasks, and I really recommend doing that. So, looking at what's going to bring you the best results in terms of getting clients and developing your business and earning you money. So, personally, I think that um, prioritizing in terms of results and time are the best way to really develop your business and earn you money so um, I tend to prioritize by splitting things into urgent fairly important but not urgent and things that just aren't that important to get done or things I can delegate and I also really love a system that I came across a few years ago which is where you give everything two scores out of 10 so 10 being the most One is for the difference it's actually going to make to your business in tangible terms. So how much of a measurable effect is it going to have? Maybe you could base that on your revenue. And one is for ease of implementation. So out of 10, how easy is it going to be to do that thing? So if it's going to generate you lots of money and it's really easy to to do, then it gets 10 out of 10 in both of those scores. And then basically multiply those numbers together. And that can give you a really clear indication of what's going to give you the best outcomes for your time and energy investment. And it's, it's just a really simple scoring system, but it's so, so effective and just really highlights to you what's worth spending your time on. Number four is to get your to-do list clear, clear as you possibly can, and to check in with it regularly. So once you've prioritised, order those tasks into a list where you can easily prioritise and easily see what needs tackling first make it your first port of call to check in with that list every day it's no good just having this long list of things that are all kind of muddled in together and you can't see what's important and what's not i think that's where a lot of us go wrong and we end up spending time going over and over that list again and again to see what it is that we need to do next Whereas if we can just break it down into separate lists and organise things separately up front, then it's much easier to see clearly what your next priority is, which is why I love using Trello. I find it so, so helpful to uh, be able to just check in with that. And I've got my uh, my long term list and I've got my what I need to do this week list. And then I've got my today list and I will just put two or three things on that today list that are really important to get done. So I've also run a a really helpful training on Trello and on planning like a pro in my membership, which has gone down really, really well. And um, that details the exact process to help you organise your Trello boards in the right way so that you can just crack on with the stuff that you need to be doing and not spend time every morning worrying about what you're going to do with your day. Fifth tip for today is to break down those tasks into really small, manageable steps. Now, some of those tasks that you've chosen to do might feel really overwhelming. So you may look at your priority list and think, wow, those are quite scary. Those things, those big things I've got to do. Now, the key thing is you don't have to have it all planned out. You don't have to make that whole thing, that whole big task, like redesigning your website, let's say, you don't have to make that one item on your to-do list it's it can be totally daunting and overwhelming and massively scary if you do that so if you if you want to create a new website don't make it do website one task or you'll just look at it and go no not today i'm going to put that off because it's just so overwhelming and, and unclear as well like i'm going to start my website you don't know specifically what you're going to do so break it down if it's a bigger task and just ask yourself. What are my very first few steps? You don't need the whole picture. You don't need to know the whole process. You don't have to have a hundred different steps written out and know exactly how it's going to end. But just having the first few steps gives you that momentum and it gives you some direction and clarity. So, it's what do I need to focus on now to move forward on this? I like to think of it like climbing a mountain. This is an analogy I often use with my clients. If you're going to climb a mountain, you're not standing at the bottom analysing exactly what you're going to do at the very top when you get to the summit you're going to be just looking at those first few steps and you can kind of see the whole path to the summit but you don't really know exactly what's up there you just start putting one foot in front of the other and hey presto eventually you find yourself at the top of that mountain looking down on this gorgeous view and thinking I'm so glad I started Number six is recognising the temptation of a shiny object syndrome. Everybody's friend. And asking what is really, really needed and what's just a distraction. So things like in the online entrepreneurial space, a million challenges, (laughs) lots of challenges creeping up in your newsfeed every day. And it's so tempting to get distracted and pulled into things like like challenges, like new workshops that just look exciting in the moment. Um, and we can just run away with that and completely lose sight of our goals. So I find it really helps just to have a word with yourself and decide in advance what you really want to focus on. So just sitting down and saying to yourself, okay, what would really benefit me right now, if the right training came up, what would it actually be worth me dedicating time and money to? What's really going to help me in my business? So that you've got that clarity and you know if the right thing comes up, yep, that's for me, that's something that I'm going to invest in and it's worth doing it now. A little trick I always use is if you would pay for it, And if you would genuinely set aside time just to learn more about that subject, then it is probably worth doing that random free challenge or that random freebie which serves that need. If it's not something you'd pay for, if it's not something that you would dedicate time specifically to, but you're just a bit curious about it, don't do it. Don't go there. So if you can say that you would invest time and money in it, it's worth it. If you can't, then it's probably not that important. So have a nice clear list of things that you really are looking for support with and allow yourself to just say thanks but no thanks to other things that feel tempting in the moment. Because marketing is all about temptation, right? It's all about people catching your attention, uh, pulling all those emotional strings in the moment and, and getting you to sign up for their thing, which is very useful if you're using it for your own purposes but also very distracting (laughs) very very easy to get sucked into so yeah take some time and if you're still unsure then just take a bit of time out to make that decision rather than signing up on the spot sleeping on it really does help us rationalize our brain is uh, amazing at processing stuff when we're actually asleep seven is what about learning to say no and saying no doesn't have to be horrible it can be saying no not now or it can be referring on to somebody else and benefiting everybody your time is so so precious but as uh, women in particular often we want to keep on giving 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 even if it just depletes us and really harms our productivity now there is a place a time and a place for giving your time and that's when you've got to where you want to be and when you can afford to give that bit of extra time away much as you want to be of help to everybody right now can you really afford to be of help to everyone right now if you're already time pressured and you're already uh, maybe struggling to make the income that you want to make now on the flip side of that Of course, you do want to be generous in your marketing and you want to help other people because that's just a nice thing to do as a human. And it's also very good for getting your brand known and trusted. Uh, What you just have to be really clear on is what's mutually beneficial, what's actually helping you in your business and the audience and what's overgiving, what's becoming a one-sided relationship where it's all just take, take, take and give from you. So for example, I get asked a lot by other therapists and coaches if they can just grab a quick coffee with me, just ask me a few questions about my business and how it's been going over the last year or so. And I could easily spend a good chunk of my week on coffee chats, um, aka brain picking chats, which to be honest, aren't really the best use of my time. It would be lovely to have the time to help everyone, but realistically, it's just not something you can do and I would love to help them. But a bit of a chat also is not going to really help those people with what's going on in their businesses, because they're only going to get a very superficial look at what's going on in my business. And their business is also completely different from mine. So even if I told them everything I've done over the last couple of years to get where I am now, it might not be right for them. So I decided instead, what's far more valuable to them, And far more valuable to my business is to actually offer a professional service rather than a bit of a chat where we look at their business and I can apply my expertise, my experience to their situation and really look at where they need to tweak things to make their business better. So they can actually get some really good value out of that and go away with a plan for how to make their business perform better. So that way I can serve much more deeply and they're really getting benefit from it. And of course, it's actually bringing in revenue for me as well. And it feels like productive time. Plus, it also means that I'm only working with people who really want to make progress and really are keen to move forward because they're willing to invest. And that's a, a giveaway that they you know, really are taking this seriously. So it means that I'm not helping people who would never, ever buy my services and maybe aren't that motivated, but are just a, you know, a little bit interested to find out what I've done. The other thing is that you are helping people just by doing your marketing. And it it doesn't always feel that way. But in uh, uh, hopefully if you're building nice relationships in your marketing, you're giving away plenty of value just with the content that you're putting out there. So giving the right kind of content to the world is really helping people like me chatting away on this podcast is hopefully really helping you right now so an hour spent creating some awesome content that is going to help people over and over again like a blog or a podcast a youtube video whatever putting out some some free content into the world that is going to be really helpful to people rather than just kind of wasting time on that ineffective free one-to-one chat is going to be so much more beneficial to so many more people and uh, also to your business. So just be mindful of that and that balance and where your efforts are best placed. Number eight is putting clear boundaries in place and treating social media as work time. So again, I've dived into this in the membership some time ago looking at managing social media and how to do that without it just running your whole business. One of the biggest mindset shifts for myself and my clients has been treating social media as dedicated work time and tackling it really systematically rather than allowing it to be this reactive process where you just kind of get sucked into the vortex. So being really intentional. So think about how you can plan that for yourself. Maybe that looks like scheduling in dedicated times every day where you check in maybe it's having a bit of a shortcut set up so that you can just go straight to where you need to be without disappearing down rabbit holes Um, I do that at the moment I have a little shortcut on my phone uh, screen a little folder where I can just go straight to the groups I want to be in maybe it's just actually allowing yourself a bit of time to fiddle about and get lost in the social media vortex but that's limited time rather than just taking over your whole day but being super specific about that limit and and really sticking to it so it's finding what works for you and one of my plans is actually to put together a strategic and mindset based course on this to really help you manage social media without it running your business for you so look out for that that is coming down the line really super excited about that number nine is investing in support where it is needed Um, And this has been totally game changing for me in my business. So I now have three days per week at the most. But in the past, I've I've coped with much less than that. And it can be really tempting, uh, especially when you're in the early stages of business to just keep doing all the things yourself it can be so hard to let go and delegate and you think I can't really afford to pay somebody else I'm just going to keep doing all this stuff but it's amazing how much time that sucks up and actually freeing up that time by delegating it to somebody else really allows you to focus on those things that are going to bring in more income for you so it's a real chicken and egg thing but you have to take that leap of faith So it took me a lot of years and it took me a huge mindset shift to realise that actually you do have to invest in support to be able to grow. And actually time that is spent on things that aren't in your zone of genius costs you so much more in terms of time, energy, stress and actually money as well. When you're not focusing on the things that make the best use of your skills you're closing the door to opportunities, you're not giving yourself the space to create the things that really will allow you to step up and move forward. So I found by delegating to my VA I'm able to do so much more in terms of creating content and interacting and building good relationships um, such as creating this podcast for example and yes it does cost me money but it also propels my progress forward rather than keeping me bogged down in doing the stuff that I don't need to be doing like Laura my VA spends quite a lot of time doing things like social media scheduling for me and making sure that this podcast goes out as a blog post every week as well Um, and if I was spending my time doing those things then I probably wouldn't have time to record the podcast in the first place I've also invested in a wonderful CRM system called Dubsado which you may have come across and that means that I'm not spending little bits of time doing things like scheduling appointments and sending out forms and scheduling in Zoom calls because it's all just done for me automatically and those little bits of time it's surprising how much those add up it really is. I've also invested in an accountant now, which buys me back probably a couple of days of work a year, which is is significant when you when you add it up, and a lot of headspace. <laughs> Doing the finances is not my uh, not my favourite thing. I can do it, but it's um, yeah, I don't find it fun. And investing in coaching is the other thing that has really allowed me to focus and follow a structure and a path that was going to help me really make a difference. And really pushed me to try new things instead of just keeping doing what I've been doing. So that's really propelled me forward in my business. And I've certainly heard it said that you can either take the slow route or the fast route in business. So you can take that slow route, figuring things out yourself the slow and painful way, which I did for a long, long time. Or you can accelerate your progress and get there so much quicker just by investing in someone who's been there, done that and can show you the ropes And that is so true. And I've certainly noticed that now with my clients as well. Last one, number 10. If you are feeling overwhelmed, get away. Escape from your business for a little while. Genuinely, there are times when we just have too much on our minds. We just have too much buzzing around in there to even be able to sit down and plan properly and even... Just getting it out on paper feels too difficult. So, if that's you, if you're feeling absolutely overwhelmed, the worst thing you can do is to keep trying to force it and to beat yourself up about why it's not happening. You are human and you have a human brain, and that human brain is not designed to keep going in hyperdrive all the time. We just can't do it. We can't keep constantly thinking and planning there does definitely come a point where thinking actually just isn't helpful and it gets us tied up in more knots than um, than it unravels. And you end up just going around in circles and adding to that overwhelm and just feeling worse and worse. So if you're just feeling completely overwhelmed with it all, get away, just take some time out, do some exercise. That's always amazing for just helping unpick those knots. It just helps our brain to calm down. It releases lots of Uh, great hormones and busts lots of stress hormones doing things like going out for a walk finding some nature to be in for a while doing things like crafts or reading that just takes you to another place and allows you to completely switch off for a bit try and remember that it's not about using every second fully it's about using your time wisely instead and sometimes we just try and cram everything in to make sure that we're doing 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 actually um, we're doing doing all the wrong things and we're just working far too hard so make sure you're using your time wisely instead sometimes the wisest thing is to not do more because when you take some time out and just allow your brain to chill out the clarity and focus that you can get from taking that step back will do amazing things for you and it'll buy you back so much more time and it will replenish your energy in spades so that you've got so much more to give when you come back And you'll find that you're so much more productive and so much more focused for doing that and just allowing yourself to take that time out. So doing more doesn't always result in more productivity. Quite the opposite, in fact. It really kills your productivity to to keep doing more. And there are numerous studies that show that, that it's actually beneficial to make sure you are having time out as well. So those are my top 10 tips on time management and I'm sure they will help you make some serious progress in managing your time and energy and help you create more wealth and more freedom in your life so enjoy putting those into practice. I would love to know what's resonated most with you today and what you'll be changing or trying to do a bit differently to help you feel so much more in control. Now just as a final bonus tip If you really find that you habitually struggle with overwhelm and overwhelm and time management are just a real struggle for you then it might be that you actually need a little bit more support in getting your subconscious mind on board because sometimes no matter what we do our mind is just locked in this pattern of behaviour that sabotages us and sabotages our best efforts to get organised. So we start the week thinking I'm going to be really on it this week and before we know it we just find we're lost and overwhelmed with so much stuff and that is why sometimes we'll hear this wonderful strategy on time management and we'll think wow this is really going to change my life and get me so organized and then we just fail to implement it because subconsciously we're feeling too comfortable doing those things that actually are not serving us at all and are causing us enormous overwhelm subconsciously our brain thinks that's a good thing which is ridiculous but that's how our brains work so although intellectually we know what we need to do our brain is just not playing ball it just doesn't want us to have that comfortable organized way of being So if that sounds like you and you're just stuck in constant overwhelm and you'd like some support with that, then I really would recommend that you think about joining us over in the membership, the Aligned Mind and Business Academy. I keep calling it a membership, but it's much more like a coaching container, I would say, because you get so much support. So you get access to me pretty much every day. I'm there to answer all your questions and coach you through any specific challenges that you're facing. We have regular live group coaching sessions, and we have daily prompts to help shift your mindset into a better place, a more focused place, and to help you level up your thinking and positivity. We have a ton of mindset trainings, including my foundational mindset program, Secrets of a Thriving Mind, which is a series of five trainings all about your subconscious mind and how to optimize it for success. There's also a lovely library of guided meditations and hypnosis audios to help reprogram your subconscious mind while you sleep. So if all you did was come in and try those, then uh, you wouldn't have to actually invest any time in doing anything in the membership to get amazing benefits. They're really, really great. Um, and that helps it make it easier for you to make changes that align with where you want to be, rather than fighting against your brain all the time. So they're super powerful for just helping you feel so much more calm and in control and confident. Meditations wise we've got abundance, we've got success, we've got one for sleep, one for confidence and clarity, one for resilience and um, a lovely one that helps you also turn off the things that aren't serving you in life and tune into what is serving you better instead. So they're all in there. We've also got in-depth trainings on time management and boundaries. We have a training on managing your social media. We've got things like decluttering, budgeting, customer journey, pricing, goal setting, money mindset, charging your worth with confidence. There is so much value in there. And there's also a fabulous supportive community of women who have absolutely got your back. They are so helpful to each other. And they'll cheer you on every step of the way. They are absolutely wonderful. So, if that sounds good, if you'd like to know more, um, check out the link at www.unblockyourbusiness.com. And if you look at the bar at the top, you'll see a little tab that says membership. So, just click on that and it will take you straight through to the page where you can sign up for a free 14 day trial. Jump in and give us a go, and I'm sure you will absolutely love it. They are so incredible. It's such a great space to be. So, I'd love to welcome you in. And um, if there's anything else I can help with at all, then please just find me on Facebook through Unblock Your Business. That's the, uh, the group associated with this podcast. Or drop me an email. I'll pop my uh, email address in the show notes for you. Have a lovely week. Bye. Thanks for listening. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have, it would be incredible if you could pop a review on iTunes. Google, Spotify or your favourite podcast platform and if you want to dive deeper you can find me in my Facebook group Unblock Your Business or at www.unblockyourbusiness.com